0: I'm recovered from eating Satan's blood hot sauce and some absurdly spicy hot wings on Friday, while actually still drafting a pretty good, pretty good fantasy football team. I think I got my dogs calm down. They've been absolutely losing their shit for the last uh, fifteen minutes or so. They know when a stream is starting, but that means it's DraftKings time. I'm really excited. To get into a DraftKings draft, people are not doing enough. Talk about DraftKings, despite the fact that they have millions and millions of dollars in tournaments, the widest range of styles of tournaments, payout structures, all that fun stuff. And we're going to get into that, a little bit of strategy, look at my portfolio, and then, of course, we're going to hop into a $5 Millimaker draft on DraftKings. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Uh, six, I hate to tell you, if you're here for the hot wings, um, you're in trouble. I'm not sure I'm ever going to be able to eat a hot wing again in my entire life. That was miserable. <clears throat> it was my niece's uh, third birthday. It was last week, but we got together. Like The bigger family get-together was on Saturday, and... Um, they put up the stream of Rob and I eating, mainly just the end when we got to the really hot stuff up on the TV for everybody. Had my niece's birthday party and it was uh, a little embarrassing. It was it was a little embarrassing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, garlic parm wings, very mild wings because I really do like chicken wings. To be clear, not those breaded boneless chicken nuggets that Rob was eating. But um, I do really like chicken wings. It's one of my favorites. But uh, I don't know that uh, I I still had kept all the hot sauces, but I have, I I don't know how they're ever going to get put to use again, an entire bottle of that Satan's blood. I mean, (laughs) it's 20 bucks or whatever. It was the, one of the bigger wastes of $20 uh, I've ever had. It didn't, Totally ruined wings for me, but it does have me kind of second guessing when you think about it like your your general like normally like I said, I really like chicken wings I would be like excited at all times like for chicken wings probably one of my I felt re- relatively up there, you know like in a a casual bar bar food type of uh, setting it's up there and one of my favorites. I think it just has me a little bit mind fucked about like what a chicken wing even really is anymore because I can remember those mainly the last two, the first few really wasn't that bad. But, um, the, the, la- the, mainly that, la- the last one was like, that wrecked me. It, it absolutely, it absolutely, uh, wrecked me. This is a good idea. Andrew says Regift the sauces. Um, that is, that is a good idea. I'm not even gonna entertain this comment. But anyway, enough about the wings. If you have if 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 you're showing up to this, you're like, uh I'm here to draft the DraftKings basketball team. What the fuck is this idiot talking about with hot wings on Friday? Um, about every Friday, or mixing in throughout the offseason, instead of just doing draft streams, myself and Rob King Coakley, who is there in the chat, are gonna be doing draft club with a twist. We call it where we're going to do kind of some silly things while we draft a best ball team. And on Friday, we did the if you've ever seen the show on YouTube called Hot Ones, where as we as like they do an interview, they progressively eat hotter hot wings. They actually do 10 Um, and we progressively ate hotter hot wings as we drafted a best ball team culminating in this one, which was called Satan's Blood. It is uh, 800,000 Scoville. It's not even a hot sauce I learned. I learned a lot about hot sauce in the last four or five days. It's not even a hot sauce. It's actually just technically a pepper extract. So it's basically just like straight, ridiculously horrible spice that we put into our mouth. It was really bad. Like really bad. And so, um, yeah, that happened on Friday. So that's why we're talking about this nonsense before we get into the DraftKings draft. But we are here to do DraftKings. If you also missed it, last Thursday I did um our strategy show, the best ball theory show on Thursdays, was about DraftKings NFL best ball strategy for DraftKings. And I do think a lot of people, the crazy thing about DraftKings is that, um, and I talked about this on the Thursday show, is that it's probably like, you know, per for volume, like um, Number of users and probably number of drafts that get done this year. You know, obviously, Underdog is having a lot with their puppies and stuff like that. But with this $5 Millie maker being almost a million entrants, there's going to be more people and more drafts done on DraftKings than any other platform, give or take. But nobody, nobody ever talks about it um, over the entire offseason because, you know, they just bolted on their best ball product onto their DFS app. There's not even like a draft board when you draft. It's a little bit of a clunky experience, obviously. However, it's the softest market. I really prefer the scoring format. And maybe more importantly, they have a really, really wide variety of tournaments to choose from, which is like maybe the most important thing. So we're going to draft today in their $5 tournament, which is their millionaire maker, uh, which is the craziest one. Um, definitely has the wildest kind of playoffs and week seventeen and strategy around trying to take that thing down, but they also have multiple single entries. They have um some a little bit a twenty dollar and a twenty five dollar I believe um mme uh, mass multi entry tournaments that you can enter up to one hundred and fifty times that have much more reasonable final rounds and advanced structures. They have high stakes. If you would like to play in the, their $555 tournament is really nice. If you would like to bump up stakes a little bit, and they even have a, a really small field, $2,000 tournament. They have hundred that last year, they launched multiple hundred dollar single entries and multiple $200 single entries to have like $12 single entries. There's just everything that you could really want um, from a contest selection perspective at at DraftKings and so it's important for us to do some of this content I think even though people talk about hating drafting on the app the first thing I'm gonna do um a if you want to like kind of hear a little bit more about some of that specific strategy for DraftKings that was covered on Thursday I am gonna refresh this because I did send my latest team's to draft IQ I'm not sure if they're in here yet if they're not that is okay um, but this is my draft IQ for the only tournaments I've drafted in actually so far on DraftKings are as you see here this uh, Millie Maker. good lord do you see this they're chasing each other around the house my wife is out for a walk and uh, my dogs are running literally running around the entire house um, so the only tournament I have drafted in so far is again, this $5 Millie maker that they have. I'm trying, I'm kind of honestly trying to pump in most of my volume there so right now in kind of this like dead time period in, um, the off season. And then, you know, I'm going to come back. I'm going to hit those single entries. I'm going to hit maybe some of the $500 I'm going to hit whatever kind of new contests open up. I'm going to hit the $20, et cetera but I'm kind of trying to like shoot for first and play. And and I guess really just hope that uh, the chaos of the off season plays out in my way in that crazy top heavy, right? Like draft a bunch of zero RB teams and pray that uh, you get lucky with one of the cheap running backs or whatever that you draft. Um, But I was just going to run through super, super quickly kind of my exposures and my general thought process. uh, So you can see where I'm at before we hop into this, to uh, this, this tournament boots boots says real quick before we dive in. Do you think contest selection doesn't get (laughs) mentioned doesn't get mentioned enough in the best ball sphere, specifically thinking a lot of the tournaments are too big to realize your edge. Um, I don't know about too big to realize your edge necessarily, but definitely too big to realize like, you know, first place equity and not too big, but like, obviously it's going to be difficult to, to realize that edge, you know, you need several year, you know, you need a lot of years, just like in DFS, you need a lot of slates. So that's definitely true. I, I still think those big contests are very important for the ecosystem. Um, maybe the most important thing for the ecosystem. However, the contest selection aspect of what you said is a hundred percent true. People, no one ever talks about it. People just fire off takes. Um, and, uh, Including myself, I'm certainly uh, guilty of all these typical things as well. But the space is still so new, and a lot of the people didn't come from DFS or didn't didn't even come from poker or whatever, or didn't come from uh, sports betting, didn't come from kind of the uh, uh, didn't come from any other games of strategy. Somebody replied to me uh, on a tweet the other day that he came from like Magic the Gathering or whatever, and like his thinking about. Um, game strategy was really fascinating to hear from some, but like coming from those areas, you think about a lot of these different things that the typical fantasy football player doesn't think about. And so to the average player and, and most of that, the content, a pick is a pick a player. I want to draft is a player. I want to draft a structure. I want to draft is a structure. I want to draft. You know all that kind of st- like none of that stuff gets ever really talked about in best ball. But this is why we are writing. Um, you see here, if you if you if you are a a subscriber, obviously you would get access to this um, draft IQ. But we have tournament playbooks over here where there's a playbook. Uh, you know, I'm still in the process of continuing to write the playbook for literally every tournament that exists in best ball because of exactly what Boots said. The not only is contest selection right like where I'm going to invest my money important, but then how I'm going to attack those tournaments, it should be different. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how I'm approaching this five dollar tournament specifically differently than like what I will do in the hundred dollar single entry or whatever. And so there's a lot of those nuances that doesn't even begin to talk about how you should obviously draft on DraftKings differently than you should draft on underdog people don't talk about that you should draft differently certainly differently on drafters than you should draft on the other two sites scoring is different format is different all that kind of stuff on all these different sites but that that is not something that gets talked about enough versus like we're we're the dfs space is so mature now that we do absolutely talk about that right it's like i'm playing this guy i mean people cash people, people don't really play cash games anymore but like I'm gonna play this guy is a cash play, or this guy is a just a, a 1% milli maker play, or this guy is a whatever. Well, that's like a normal discussion in um DFS. No one ever that people just talk like fantasy, like what do you mean? This guy, you want this guy, you know, you want to draft this guy a ton in the five dollar millimaker, but you don't care as much in the puppy two or whatever. Like, is he a good pick or not? Like, tell me. And it's like, well. There's levels to this, and that's it's it. We're just in that beginning early stage, so I'm glad to. I'm glad to, You brought that up really quickly. Um, you see here my exposures. Um, I spent a little too much time fucking around here before we got into it, but one of the most interesting things you see. Oh damn it! You see from the the start is that uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm very 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 underweight, Jonathan Taylor on draftkings. I'm in the this this Jamar Chase number is certainly not exactly where I want to be, but generally speaking, I am just kind of smashing the draft button on the 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 receivers, pass catchers, um, and obviously Saquon Barkley here in the first round. You even see down down to Debo, I don't have any Eckler. I actually don't have a ton of CD, not much Najee. Uh this six percent CMC is not necessarily planned. But just kind of how it's happened with my draft slot and all and all of that. Um, let's see here. You see a lot of like fairly big stands, right? Z- I have not drafted Derek Henry, I have not drafted Austin Eckler, I have not drafted Dalvin Cook, I drafted Joe Mixon one time. Um just a lot of the receivers, you know, a lot of the receivers early. I haven't drafted Mark Andrews, uh, one Nick Chubb team, a little bit of James Conner, no Aaron Jones. Not much Lenny, not much Kamara, right? Swift, got Swift. Pitts, and then you get on down to, you know, here's the first stand, right? I'm taking a stand on the Cardinals stack, essentially. That's one of my big Cardinals. Gabe Davis is a big stand for me. And then obviously you see Kyler here, right? So like 54% Hollywood, 36% Kyler. I'm taking a big stand on the Cardinals. I think that their price is terrible. And in this pers- in this specific tournament, um, and with the way you have to the, the way you have to navigate the playoffs and then get to a thousand person final round. I'm kind of it's 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 a five dollar excuse me it's a five dollar tournament I'm gonna draft 150 teams. So for not even a thousand dollars, I can basically like make one bet. As you see here, it's largely betting on the receivers early and betting on a couple of different games, a couple of different scenarios. And I'm making that stand in this specific tournament i of course like kyler and hollywood um, they are uh, i updated the the core picks article today they are core picks um, for for spike week subscribers but i'm not like i'm not going 50% or whatever hollywood and 40% kyler in other tournaments they're priorities but i'm not taking that hard of a stand but in this specific tournament i am because of the kind of crazy a huge, massive field. I'm taking one stand for $700, you know, or for whatever. Let's say I spend $750 and just for round numbers, I were to get 50% of that stack, which I'm not going to, obviously. Um, But let's say I just get 50%. So just let's just call it 300 bucks or whatever. For $300, I can invest in this one thing and then I'm kind of diversified around it, right? Or invest in these couple of things. Let's go to the exposure tab and and, uh, wrap this up real quick. um Alex Alex says one of my favorite stands or one of my stands in this tournament is fading JT that's pretty much that's pretty, pretty much what I'm doing I'm just taking Cup and um uh and Jefferson Jefferson is much higher even than Cup but I'm taking Jefferson uh Cup Chase would be fifth overall Kelsey is sixth overall Diggs is seventh overall I think Devontae is eighth overall right so like you just see I just end up with those guys um I end up with all the wide receivers I do have Swift and Saquon as early running backs, um, with Javante as early running backs that I'm, um, I'm targeting, but not going super super crazy with. Although I was drafting Saquon a ton, uh, earlier. Now he's risen. Anyway, you see here, right? Um, the Hollywood Stand is a big one. Lance, um, Mooney is actually one um, interesting caveat that I'm not like I'm I'm into I'm into Darnell Mooney generally speaking across best ball. But not like going absolutely nuts. But his his cost is a little depressed here on, on on DraftKings, and the Bears are specifically both the Bears and the Lions in that Week 17 game. I like both of those teams, period. For um, DraftKings, I like I like them for best ball in general, but I really like them in the DraftKings scoring format. You can go back and watch the Thursday show again if you want to get some subtle nuances to. Um, to you know why some things matter a little bit more in the draftkings scoring format, but the Bears are actually a team that I am uh, targeting so you see you know Justin Fields as one of my kind of three quarterbacks right Trey Lance Kyler Murray Justin Fields as like quarterback stands so then in turn you get Hollywood you get uh, Darnell Mooney you got a decent amount of debo a decent amount of Iuke, wherever uh, uh, these guys are at here let me see let me just search. Debo. Yeah. So not 19% Debo, only eight, only eight percent Kittle, and eighteen percent Ayuk, right? So it's a little more spread out with the 49ers, but with the Cardinals, it's a lot of and the and the Bears, it's a lot of Mooney, Hollywood. So I'm taking like just a few pretty concentrated bets there. And then kind of, you know, it, you see a lot of the the same running backs being drafted. Chris Evans, Kenny Gainwell, Tyrion Davis Price. Dernis Johnson, Pollard, whatever, because it's a lot of zero running back teams and hero running back teams. However, um, you see that it's a concentrated bet on just a couple of different things. And then it's kind of whatever fits in around there. And in this specific tournament, I'm really, really, really heavily trying to focus on that. You see week 17 over here. Um, I'm obviously very heavy into week 17, obviously Denver, Casey and Arizona, Atlanta and Chicago, Detroit are my highest exposure ones. But I mean, I have every, I have all, of them. I have all of them, right? Actually, very, not much, not much uh, of a couple of these. I would have thought there would be more Jets in, in Seattle, but I guess I just don't have a lot of Seattle is, uh, is the problem. But I mean, tons of all these week 17 correlations, right? We have week 16 correlations, uh, lots of elite quarterback and elite tight end teams and hero and zero run uh, hero and zero RB teams. Kind of like the general thing I'm trying to do in this in this tournament with a bet on a couple of different stacks. And then like in the two hundred dollars single entry, like if I don't get Kyler and Hollywood like it's okay. you know, this is my bet for this one tournament, and uh, we're gonna live with that for you know three hundred bucks or four hundred bucks or whatever. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'm trying to beat eight hundred and seventy five thousand other teams or whatever. Um, so I'm gonna take a couple of stands. And if those fail, I have all my, I have my underdog teams. I have my drafters teams and I have all my other teams on, uh, on DraftKings. Um, all right. Perfect. Perfect timing. Six, six just said, uh, he was, uh, I talked for 20 minutes. I wasn't, I wasn't planning to talk to talk for 20 minutes. So that's probably why, um, we are going to get into this $5 DraftKings tournament. If you're watching and you want to get in, obviously, we're hopping into a fast draft. It is. Oh, it just filled. Ha. Sorry, guys. If you were wanting to. If you were wanting to get in, I apologize. It's filled. And we have. God damn it. The eighth. Eighth overall pick. Zoom in. Eighth overall. I almost just hit deposit. Um, I think I have to refresh because it's the. Oh yeah, get rid of this. How do I? God damn it. do something really quickly here hacker told me how to how to fix this so you got to bear with me for a second i am on the clock in six picks just remove that yeah, it's still autofilling. No. There we go. Okay. Progress. Okay. Pick an eighth. <clears throat> That's uh no. a tip for uh, anybody with the draft buddy as you see over here, draft helper. Have the the uh, the browser extension. Hey. Hush. Yeah. Insane dogs and we're gonna get another Travis Kelsey team Dogs are absolutely losing their shit yeah this is funny best of all moderate it says I got chase at 10 the other day I got chase at uh, eight the other day and I was like elated. Like absolutely elated. That is one thing about DraftKings, right? You're going to get a little bit of uh, some chaos. Absolutely. Can you do a real quick run through of each of the numbers on the helper? Like I said again, um, if you are a subscriber to Spike Week and you download the Chrome extension, the Chrome extension is obviously, excuse me, what gets you Draft IQ. That's how you can upload your teams um, to draft IQ, which is what I was obviously looking at right before this, but then it also has, um, this extension for this, for this, this draft helper. And, uh, what I am going to pull up really quickly here is a screenshot that should hopefully better show it to you than me just pointing it out on the screen. Maybe not anyway. Um, let's look at Joe Mixon here. So we have the His week 17, or excuse me, week 16 opponent first. So he goes at New England in week 16, and then at home against Buffalo in week 17. Um, 1% and 1% at the bottom here are my exposures to him overall, and then in this specific contest on DraftKings. So my exposure to him on DraftKings period, my exposure to him in this DraftKings tournament, and then 17-17. Um, I already forgot what those mean because the I've been drafting on underdog with the overlay. <laughs> the uh, uh, one second I'm trying to pull it up. It is, and I'm on the clock. So give me one second. I obviously should have been more prepared. Um. I am gonna take Saquon here. It is ADP. So the first one is so you see Aaron. Uh, let's go to Debo. Seventeen is um, my average ADP for Debo in this tournament, and then my average ADP seventeen here uh, for Debo across all of DraftKings. So it's kind of the exact. It's kind of the exact same thing you get your exposure as well as your ADP on this specific player. So you can always kind of see like, okay, you see I my ADP, not that it matters for Debo specifically, but my Debo ADP across the DraftKings is 17 and his ADP is 18.6. So I'm not getting like crazy value. That will obviously matter a little bit later. Um, And you can see my exposure here in real time, right? I have 5% Fournette, 1% Nick Chubb. My exposures obviously are going to always be, the same 5%, 5% for every player. Cause this is the only tournament I've drafted in, but if you've drafted across multiple different tournaments, that will fluctuate, right? I have 5% of Lenny in this tournament, but I might have 10% elsewhere. So that will come together to create a different number for Lenny. Um, across all of draftings Yeah. GA says fading Aaron Jones. It's not like a, I don't really have necessarily a problem with Aaron Jones. It's just kind of something that has happened I'm down on the Packers. Generally speaking, I understand people are giving the Devonte Adams volume to these other guys, particularly Jones and excited about that. I'm a little bit more on the side of uh, you just removed maybe the best wide receiver in the NFL from this offense and replaced him with no one. Uh, you replaced him with Sammy Watkins. And I think that the offense could just be a lot worse. And so that's where I damn it. I wish see, this is the situation where you get in when you take a lot of Kelsey. Is I really want to I really want to take pits. Um and I don't really want to take both. And so I uh, um I'm gonna take DJ Moore. I actually don't have a ton of, of DJ Moore here. Here you do see though, you see Mahomes lighting up green. This is this is kind of one of my favorite. I, I love all the different stuff about the overlay, but one of my favorites is just the when you get a correlation pop-up, you see really quickly it jumps out on your screen like, hey, you have cheap, like you have a Chiefs stack. You, know, you have the potential to stack the Chiefs here. So Mahomes is uh, waiting for you. And then you see Juju here, right? And then you also see more green light up like you see Jerry Judy here. You see the at KC portion light up, so I see in week seventeen he correlates with someone on my team. Um, okay, I am up in three picks, and then the same thing you see, like for Amon Ross St. Brown, you see at Carolina in sixteen that lights up in green, and because I have DJ Moore, so I I just every six, week sixteen and week seventeen correlation that could possibly happen, it's going to tell you as you're like in real time. As you're drafting, as well as obviously the Juju correlation with um, having uh, Travis Kelsey. And we are on deck here. Should I take another Hollywood? Should I take another Hollywood here? Yeah, might as well. So we've started Travis Kelsey out of the 108. And then we hit Saquon in the second round, DJ Moore and Hollywood Brown. Just to add another Hollywood team definitely going to be overweight to uh, hollywood uh houston yes houston says i know that this is a dk stream but as a drafter's only drafter do you have any tools for that site yes draft iq and um this draft buddy that you're seeing here work for drafters um what we did for the drafters overlay is obviously a little bit different because they I'll just r- run it down really fast while we're in between picks. Obviously the week 17 and week 16 and stuff like that doesn't matter as much, but we do highlight um bye weeks. So if you let's say you draft a quarterback with a bye week 9, any quarterbacks with a bye week 9 will highlight in red their bye week moving forward throughout that draft. Right, so if I draft, let's just look at quarterback here on the screen. If I draft um, Russ, then Dak here, you would see on your screen this would be red. This number nine here would be red on on drafters, as well as all the same ADP stuff and the same exposure stuff shows on drafters. But then, um, you know, something a, a little bit different is showing you how many correlations you have between different players all throughout the season so we call them game stacks but like if i draft what would what we think about week 17 or we see week 16 on this view here on drafters that specific week doesn't matter but you can see how many times you have games um stacked up throughout the course of the season so like how many times do i have your travis kelsey plays how many of my players that are also on my team like how many correlations throughout the course of the year right do I have Travis Kelsey and Devonte Adams, Travis? Kel- I'm going to use the interdivision ones because they're the easiest, right? I have Travis Kelsey and Devonte Adams. I have Travis Kelsey and Hunter Renfro and Jerry Judy and um, Mike Williams and Josh Palmer, right? And all those different things. You know, so those are all little different game stacks that I have built in. Um, and so we definitely built in some cool stuff for drafters. Plus, obviously, rankings, strategy, uh, playbooks, and all that stuff for drafters as well. All right, back on the clock. And look at that. Actually, oh, I should go to all, but um, I'm taking Kyler. Just keep keep on loading up. So we went Kyler in the fifth round. Travis Kelsey, Saquon Barkley, DJ Moore, Hollywood Brown, Kyler Murray for the old Kyler Hollywood stack that I have uh, about, f- what, 30 of? 30 of so far let's see um Lundar says only percentage that matters with Lenny is body fat I am curious of what Lenny's body fat is right now if he's 260 pounds as they mentioned on uh, on Twitter today that's a that's a big old boy 260 pounds he got paid and my man was just eating Girl Scout cookies all off season um and then they show him to offset it <clears throat> to offset the you know negative uh comments about lenny there's him uh him power cleaning three twenty five or whatever which you know is impressive but it's like <laughs> he could still be fat and out of shape and be able to power clean a lot of weight like that's kind of not the point but i love I love this part of the off season it's chaos and nonsense just total nonsense. Um, one thing I also love about having the the draft buddy is like there's things I didn't realize <laughs> like, like like DK Metcalf you know um actually did know that Seattle played KC because I know that the KC playoff schedule is just the absolute nuts but uh ooh I might I might I might we might go with the old uh let's buy let's buy JK Dobbins after he told everybody today that uh uh he's gonna be back for week one, right? I assume everybody saw that rap sheet. Uh Ian Rappaport tweeted that or talked about uh, uh that you know there's Dobbins uh concerns basically with his recovery and he had sources, you know. And then JK Dobbins quote tweeted him and said, you know, if you want sources, come to me. Basically, this is bullshit. I'm gonna be ready. My recovery is going amazing. <laughs> so I was I was already I'm not like still like crazy big on JK Dobbins but I'm I'm I've been mixing him in and I do feel like now is probably a good time if you like the price really can't get any cheaper and if you want to mix in some JK Dobbins I think I would probably do it now before um, we start getting a good bit of hype right um, I really do maybe we can go to the pick history and Look at it this way. I know it's not a board. I know it's not a board. But uh, is anybody in here? Is any are are anybody in the chat? Are you in this uh, draft? I don't. Obviously, I don't recognize these names quite like I recognize uh, the underdog names. Let's see here. Oh god! Literally, the page just shut down. So that's fun. I love DraftKings, baby. I think this stupid email issue to go away. We're back. We are back. You wonder why people don't stream more DraftKings drafts. Um, would be really excited for a couple of different receivers here. Damn it they're both going to go, aren't they? Nope. Okay. We will take, we will take Devonta Smith. I was pretty much just hoping for either Elijah Moore or Devonta Smith there. Um, Kind of a pretty big tier break for me with those. I believe uh, Devonta is the end of like my fourth wide receiver tier or something like that. And, uh, and so um, love being able to hit that young high upside second year wide receiver at right at the end of a tier, particularly when you started with, you know, not a wide receiver heavy build, right? Elite quarterback, elite tight end, and two two running backs, to be able to still get that Devonta Smith or Elijah Moore or whoever, you know, Amon Ra, that kind of guy in that tier is is pretty nice. This is where things get just awful, though. You know what I mean? Like, truly, a, like, you get... There's a couple guys I like here. Obviously, you get into this just gross, gross, gross range of the draft. It's something I... Uh, I think I'm going to do the Thursday show about, like, just the entire draft environment that it, that is... Now, in 2022, right, the nuances of the top five, the nuances of, um, yes, as everyone probably guessed, we are bringing back our Kyler and Hollywood team with Drake London. Excuse me. As David says, London bring back season. He spotted it from a mile away. I wasn't going to say anything because that's how you get sniped. Um, I'm still you also see DeAndre Hopkins here, obviously in green because he he correlates with my Kyler team, but um I'm still kind of trying to keep pushing Nuke down. I I do want to, especially in this five dollar, and I don't think I've done it enough, want to ha- want to get some of these guys that people are worried about injury-wise and stuff. I understand it's burning some teams probably with the Godwins. Hopkins, uh obviously he's not injury, he's suspension, but Hopkins, um Etc., not as much Michael Thomas, but you know, those that type of a player because they're probably going to naturally be lower advance rate players, but they're priced down because of it. And if you can sneak them through, and on DraftKings, if you are a good drafter, theoretically, you would be able to sneak those teams through better than the average person. And so it's a little more so for chris godwin i'm really trying to go after a little bit more chris godwin um but i think hopkins fits fits uh fits the same yeah i i'm just i'm i think i'm just trying to push nuke a little bit more silas um i'm not i don't know if that's right or wrong but um i think the the most interesting part is um uh, let me go to wide receiver you know, we'll, if once we get into like this grouping with Mt and Robert Woods, I like Boyd fine, I like Claypool fine, I like Burks fine, but it's kind of like almost like after London, really is like there's kind of this tier where we get into, especially on a Kyler team, where you get into this group, and I'd be willing to dive into Hopkins, but it, kind of before that, there's a a group of guys that I would just wrap. MV, somebody said MVS that they have a ton of MVS. Um, Obviously, London fits. Uh, There's a group right there that I just would rather take them so far than Nuke. And I do think we might see him fall uh, still a a little bit more. Speaking of... What's quarterback looking like? Okay, don't care about quarterback. Speaking of falling, MT is falling. Who do I have? Oh, okay. But we're gonna do Chase Claypool. See, the the draft buddy is just fucking killer. Um honestly wasn't even really thinking about the fact that I have JK Dobbins, but when trying to decide between those wide receivers, and this is the perfect, this is the perfect um use case for this, and this is what I will scream until the cows come home about week 17. Is I got into this group and it's a tier. Of all the same guys. I, I'm actually not really on, obviously, as you see here, 0% Robert Woods. 0% treylon is not intentional. I actually think that um, I need to push my last few teams to draft IQ because I don't have zero anymore. But um, I've been, w- 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 uh, we'll get into Traylon. Week 17, when I'm in this tier where they're all the same, where all these guys were the same, I was looking at a wide receiver. I didn't care about quarterback, didn't really care about running back. I have Travis Kelsey, so I'm not even looking at tight end. I'm looking at a wide receiver and they're all in the same tier for me. They So like in from a DFS perspective, this analogy would be, these guys are all in a very, very tight projection, right? They all, let's just say they all project for 10 points or from 9.6 points to 10.4 points or whatever. They all project so closely that then on teams in DFS that they correlate with your main stack or someone else in that lineup, they get a boost because that correlation creates a, a boosted projection right if you're if you're building teams um the right way in in dfs the same thing happens in best ball i you don't go you don't draft a guy from a much lower tier with a much lower projection um looks like it's about to be sky season i think i, t- I do really like garrett wilson what am i on uh, we gotta i'm gonna do sky though um See, th- this is also the same thing. Tier where I have Sky and, uh, and Garrett Wilson. Pretty close. I have Travis Kelsey, so let's just make this bet on the Chiefs and uh, move on. But that's the thing with the Week 17 is that it's the tiebreaker. And, and, and people think about it also wrong from a tiebreaker perspective. It's like if you had a projection or a ranking, and these players are all ranked in right next to each other when the once you reach that spot you don't just take the highest one because the correlation should the rankings should move and your projections should move based on the correlation it shouldn't be just like oh here's my rankings my rankings are my rankings your rankings are based upon the t- should change and move based upon the team that you have drafted and so that's why the correlation thing starts starts to come in with Traylon his dpr says 00, zero Traylon was a little it was a little bit of a bet and a little bit of good luck but i was basically uh out on him at his early price and so i was full fading him at his early price betting that he would fall he has now fallen and i am mixing him in like i said i need to i've drafted a few teams since um i have updated my numbers here and i've drafted him a couple of times and so i am going to be drafting him uh, now, at this price, I do need to look, start looking at quarterback, running back. Let's see here. Six wide receivers. I'm going to take Madison. Give me a little, uh, give me the outs to a. I, I would probably keep this, um, you know, either a five or a six running back team. The fir- You also find on DraftKings that you hit a, a t- we're definitely not there yet, but you hit a tier in like 20 picks or so more, 20, 20 to 25 picks or so more, where like I just have a crazy steep fall off at running back. And it's not quite the same at, at wide receiver. There's some there's some late wide receivers, man, that it's insane that they go where they go. Yeah, they're crazy, man. Finally laying down. He's breathing so heavy right next to me. Finally laying down. But they bark at each other to try to get... They're playing and they're barking at each other to try to get each other to like chase. They, they chase each other around the house. 75 pounds of pee, 150 pounds of dog, full speed sprinting, literally all around the house, barking at each other. It's fucking anarchy. We went, it's, it's hot as shit outside. We went for the longest walk ever. They were dying when we got back. It was so hot because I was trying to tire them out, but it's like the moment that a stream is coming. They just, it's their lifeblood. It uh, it fires them up. They get their second wind. Once I sit down and put the AirPods in, and and everything, it's ridiculous. Um, okay. I am gonna. Now he's trying to smell. Now he's trying to smell my armpit. This dude right here. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Okay. I mean, I really don't like Kenneth Walker, but I am gonna cue him because this is kind of crazy. Except, I think I need to take Hines because uh, for this specific team, I know we're not supposed to draft running backs uh, on opposing teams, but uh, Saquon and Nahim Hines, I think, actually correlates incredibly well with the pass catching, and I talked about that again in the Discord uh, the other day, yesterday. I don't know the days are blending together but where um people have talked about you can't draft like running backs opposing each other in terms of a week 17 correlation or a week 16 correlation or just any intergame correlation you don't want running back running back and I agree generally speaking but that's at a super like over the total like sample of years that's naturally going to work itself out that way but there are micro examples from within that large sample that are on one end or the other end right Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry or Zeke and Derrick Henry I guess would be the great example from this year I don't want those two on the same same team from a week 17 correlation perspective if you like them you like them and it's fine but from a week 17 perspective I don't want those two guys together on the same team because of the way that they score points but when you're a pass catcher, particularly like these two that I just took with Saquon and Naheem Hines, I think they need to be treated very differently. And there's actually scenarios, Lenny and CMC were actually one that was like, abs- Like there are easy, not easy, there are really clear paths to where, let's just say the Bucks just boat race and Lenny scores three touchdowns and CMC catches 12 balls um where they both are the top 2 running back scores right it's everything's about a scenario as opposed to um just looking at the super macro level data and we fall in love with the macro level data but it, it's it's much more like from an implementation perspective it's much more about the micro especially with pass catching and full PPR and bonuses and stuff like on draftkings it's very much so um a lot a lot different in the micro than it is in the macro. And it's important like I said, it's like crazy important to to think about that. All right, let's see here. Ooh, this one's interesting. Mm-mm-mm-mm. don't like this spot very much at all so i'm just gonna take my guy daniel jones i don't i don't really like um taking the quarterback running back thing but you know if daniel jones is crushing kyler in week 17 then this team's probably not going to be winning the million dollars anyway and so um, it's much more of, you know, there is an important element to the season long angle of things and I'm in on the giants and I'm in on Daniel Jones. Uh, put that on my tombstone at the end of the year. Yeah. I like Jameson. It wasn't, it wasn't uh it wasn't an anti Jameson thing. I very much, I very much like Jameson. Um, just Daniel Jones made a little more sense for me on this team. Specifically, best ball moderate says, I have a ton of Mechie Nico with a Snoop Connor bring back Yeah, you sound like, uh, you sound like a Felix with the Nico Snoop Connor correlation. I get it though. Uh, th- those two teams are a really fun correlation where it's like, again, you reach a point of the draft where why are and Nico's really risen? So it might be a different conversation now, but you reach a point where like, why is Mechie different than any other receiver I'm picking here? <clears throat> Why is Snoop or whatever any different than any other running back I'm picking in the 20th round? And so you also have, like, they're, they're in really ambiguous situations. These guys could absolutely just crush their uh, ADP. I think it's Fant here. How many running backs do I have again? I have four running backs already. I have thirty-one percent Davis Price. Um, let's let's do let's let's do a little no fan. I'm trying to take a little bit more no fan. All right. This is this. Is, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with this team. Yeah. Did I bring this one up already? You said a, DraftKings is so different, and another reason um we'll talk about this plenty over the course of of the offseason but why we draft from the back to the front and draft like i said DraftKings is by far the shining example of why we need to draft from the back to the front because you can't just pick your favorite sounds crazy can't just pick your favorite players in the first few rounds assuming that you don't have them like so 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 much further ahead than uh the rest than the rest of the players You can't just, like, start and just, like, I like this guy in round one, I like this guy in round two, I like this guy in round three, because what you can get later in drafts, what is available at the back end of drafts for you, right? You can say, I want to be a robust running back bro, but, like, this is obviously Hamler, has nothing to do with that, but, like, if there's running backs available later that are just screaming values to you based on your rankings, projections, whatever, strategy for that tournament, then, like, They don't make sense for you if you're just smashing all the early running backs. On the flip side, if you're a zero RB bro, like kind of I am, and there are all these wide receiver values that you love, high upside, rookies, excuse me, and all that later, like you mix in Saquon, and I do. Mix in Saquon, mix in Dobbins, mix in, right? You even saw I mix in some running backs that I probably don't even really love or that I don't really draft on, say, underdog. This is perfect. Davis Price comes back to me. Now I can be done at um, running back, and we just load up on some wide receivers. That's fun. (laughs) Uh, Adam asks, how do you get your exposure ownership on DK like that? That is the Spike Week, as you see here, draft helper. uh, For Spike Week subscribers... You can get this overlay for Underdog, Underdog DraftKings, and Drafters, as well as Draft IQ and uh, and many more premium tools, ranking strategy, playbooks, all sorts of fun stuff. Twenty five bucks a month. Uh, not trying to just hype the hype the subscription, but I do think it's 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 really worth it, and that that is where you would get that. Uh, Adam Spikeweek.com slash go hyphen premium get you get you all set up or D- you can just dm me in discord or something like that if you if you want let's see um uh, best ball moderate says hold on houston says does the overlay automatically appear just purchase your product and add it, added the extension uh you have to upload your teams to draft iq and then and then it will display this stuff but if you have it uh downloaded it should you know like the arizona and carolina stuff should should show but upload your go through the process of uploading your teams to draft iq which is a couple of clicks here from the contest go to contest and go to upcoming and there'll be a button that says send lineups to spike week and do that and uh it'll appear if you need help go to the discord and go to the channel tool support um i do think i need to update the uh discord uh, link <laughs> I can just share it probably here really quick <clears throat> in, chat, in case uh, in case anybody needs that uh, but best monitor says okay hold on we are we are back on the clock and it is funny. Oh, Gabe Davis said you should be smashing Isaiah McKenzie. I am currently smashing Isaiah McKenzie. I don't want to keep talking about him because I'm I keep, I've mentioned it in the last couple of of shows, but he's a guy I'm taking a ton of, especially on DraftKings right now, on all, all sites, but especially on DraftKings right now, I'm taking a lot of Isaiah McKenzie. He also fits what I'm doing here with this particular team. Love him. Um, Let's see. Sorry. Okay. Back to this. I get locked out of QB on DK a lot. So I have too much, too much Jimmy G locket fan stacks. Yeah. That's, that's really funny. Just needing the, uh, needing the Jimmy G to, to Seattle thing, getting the quarterback thing is a big one on DraftKings, where sometimes it gets really quarterback thirsty, right? Uh, Which is what you're referencing with getting locked out. And, it's the hardest balancing act on draftkings for sure is basically just quarterback. You know going in if you've drafted at all on draftkings that sometimes you'll run into this crazy quarterback thirst in a in a draft room and like everybody goes well ahead of adp you know guys are going in the first round um, you know Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are going in the first round and sometimes that just happens and you have to think about you know, I, I mentioned this on, I can't remember what sh- what Thursday show it was a long time ago, but it was, <clears throat> we like sit back sometimes and we're like in this exact scenario where the draft room is terrible. They're all reaching on quarterbacks. We're like, oh, ha, ha these idiots all reaching on quarterbacks, taking quarterbacks in the first round. What a bunch of idiots. And then we get so locked out because we're just, we're being value hounds, right? And we're, laughing at all the people reaching on quarterbacks. And then we have Jimmy G and Kenny Pickett and Marcus Mariota as our quarterbacks. And like, you're not winning a million dollars. Like it's over. (laughs) I mean, technically, no, I guess technically you could win with that, but like you didn't build a team that can win the tournament. All you did was build a team that like got to laugh at the other people you know, drafting bad teams, but you also drafted a bad team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your team might be better than some of the teams in your league, but your team isn't better than 800,000 other people. You know what I mean? And so that, that's definitely like kind of the definitely, I'm really happy that Wandale is still here. That's what I was hoping was going to happen. Um, obviously I have Daniel Jones. You saw Wandale lighting up green there for uh, a clear indication that he fit my stack now. You know, I can kind of do whatever I want here. This is definitely a two-quarterback team with Kyler and Daniel Jones. It's definitely a two tight end team with Travis Kelsey and Noah Fant. Saquon, Dobbins, Madison Hines, and Tyrion Davis Price is, you know, five or five or six, generally speaking, for me at, at running back. Um, because definitely on DraftKings, one big thing that I think people screw up is well, A, your flex spot is Almost always going to be a wide receiver on on DraftKings. Um, or you should treat it as a wide receiver position on DraftKings with full point PPR and the 100-yard bonuses. However, um, people also still are too rigid at at the back end. Like, if the best pick for your team is a running back and he's your 6th or 7th, but you only wanted to draft 5, like, it doesn't matter. Don't be rigid to that. Like, don't be rigid to these silly definitions and these silly structures that we put out there. Adam says, I wonder if we've drafted together an underdog or not. Is your name the same over there? Yes, sir. It is. E-bind four for everywhere. On every uh, DraftKings FanDuel, underdog, drafters, everywhere. e four. <sighs> See, I do think this is going to be Let me think about this now. I I might, we might, we might just onslaught. I don't, I've drafted a shit ton of D'Ernest. And so I think I'm going to take Eno here, just get Eno out of the way onslaught my Cardinals make my big big bet on the Cardinals and uh be done at running back just a bet on the Cardinals a bet against James Conner and really Daryl Williams it's a pretty easy and straightforward bet. um I did miss David's saying, platform agnostic question I've been marinating on for best ball tournaments. Is your EV impacted at all by having two quarterbacks from the same game, mm. i.e. and Carr? Does it matter? Uh, no, I don't believe your EV is impacted at all. If it is, it is so minuscule. So there's two ways to look at it. One, um, I would not say that your EV is impacted. So let's get that out of the way. From an expected value perspective, no, I don't think that you're... Your EV is impacted, um, but there's both pros and cons to this. It's kind of one of those those situations where like people want to people want to uh, bucket everything into expected value, and not everything works that way necessarily. But you are um, putting your how do how do I say this? You are putting your um, you know eggs in that one game basket, right? Which is, we're doing that a lot with the correlations. However, the problem is we're doing that with correlations at other positions because we can put both of them into our starting lineup, right? We're, we're searching out the Amon, Ross, St. Brown, Rashad, Penny's situation. That's why we're doing these correlations because we want the game script to play out. We want, we're trying to un- unlock scenario-based upside, with the week seventeen stuff, right? Jamar Chase and Daryl Williams, Amon Ra and Rashad Penny, right? That's what we're trying to unlock with the the correlations with the quarterbacks. You can only play one of them. However, they all their ceilings are correlated, and so it's like a so like from an EV perspective, you're not really changing anything, but you are consolidating your bet into that one little, you know. Scenario whereas you can do Lance and Kyler or whatever and uh, still get the same upside, it's just that their ceilings aren't correlated at all. If that makes any sense at all, let's see here. Anto- Antonio, Antonio Brown, how who is he correlated with on my team? As you guys know, and we're going to take Zay Jones again, you guys know me. I should have taken Mechie last round. I'm an idiot. Really, should have taken Mechie, but that's okay. I am trying to mix in some uh, late round wide receivers that aren't getting uh, that aren't getting drafted. Yeah, it is interesting with the uh, yeah shorthand for negative correlation. Exactly, exactly. Positively correlated at their like upside scenarios, but you can only play one of them and. There and so that is like negatively correlated to your lineup, right? Like if that, make, if, that if that makes sense. It's not, that's not like how I would actually phrase it, but you probably get the point. Got an email from drafters that their tournament is on pace for a massive overlay. Do you think DK will overlay? I actually don't think DK will overlay. Maybe one of these MME tournaments will end up overlaying. I haven't actually looked at how much they're filled right now, but uh, the pace on this five dollars crazy i i thought like there was no way they'd fill a nine hundred thousand entry uh draft uh best ball tournament but i don't know it's on pretty good pace right now so maybe the maybe the what they just launched a twenty or a twenty five dollar um, tournament maybe that maybe one of those overlays but uh maybe the five hundred fifty five i don't know um but it doesn't it doesn't really seem like uh We're on pace for any like at least like not significant overlay. Okay, so something I have been trying. Where's here's? I'm taking especially when I so the Patriots. I do want to talk about the Patriots very quickly. The Patriots are a team I'm really trying to bet on because. They were top 10 offense last year, depending on whatever metric you look at, it, anywhere from like a top five offense to a top 10 offense last year. And they really only got better from a talent perspective. Now, the offensive coordinator thing is maybe an issue, but from a talent on the talent side of things, they've really only gotten better. The problem is they have like so many bodies that it they're the cheapest offense to draft collective adp they're the cheapest offense like pick another shitty fucking offense they all have players priced more like what damian harris and ramondre are the most expensive uh patriots at like pick 100 or whatever but it's because they don't there's like we don't have no idea they got five wide receivers they got two tight ends even they got like five running backs and mac jones doesn't run so it's like a messy situation that uh, we like drafters don't really know what to do. But that makes for an advantageous situation when we happen to stumble into the right one. Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Ramondre, whatever, whoever it is. Once we stumble into that, uh, the, the winner of the, the Patriots uh, production game. Is like a smash, and so I'm kind of trying to like I'm not saying I, I don't like to do this thing. People will say this like I want to leave every draft with a player from this team. I'm sure I've said it too, but like I don't I don't think I don't think we should ever really think about anything in that manner. But when I'm kind of defaulting at the back end here, I'm like, dude, there's a second round pick on the Patriots that runs a four two forty that I can draft that is going undrafted on DraftKings, so I naturally have lower. um, you know, a lower ownership on him. What if he's just like the starting outside wide receiver <laughs> for the Patriots? Yeah, he's, you know, what if he's just awesome? I'm not projecting it. Nobody is. But, like, this is a second-round pick. We're taking Sky Moore way earlier. Why can't Taekwon just be the smash? And so I'm kind of, like, defaulting defaulting to him. Run! I'll run down this team really fast, and then we can uh, uh, get the hell out of here. Um, really quick, actually. Adam says, what about cor- only correlating the high upside plays in different games, if that makes sense? Yeah. Um, I won't give away the whole thing, but in uh, the playbook, um, if you sign up for, for Spike Week Premium, I ha- the playbook for this tournament, specifically the $5 millimaker, has been out for a little bit, and one of the things I talk about in there is kind of that, that idea where you know and i also talked about this on the show last thursday the kind of DraftKings strategy show where depending upon the contest you're playing on DraftKings, there are times where i just want to load up kind of on everybody from the chiefs or whatever and maybe everybody even from that game chiefs broncos i'm willing to draft a lot more because you know in the hundred dollar single entry you have to make it out of your league, but then like, you know, like three of six advance in the next round and then like three of eight advance in the next round. And then it's like a 10 team final or whatever. And like, I don't, I don't need, I don't need a lot to win those. I'm not, I'm not running up against a bunch of juggernauts. I'm not um having to hit the stone cold nuts at any point throughout the, the season in this, the $5 millimaker maker. Not only do I need to have like a crazy high upside team just to navigate the playoffs, but then most importantly, in week seventeen, I really got to hit. I need Amon Ra and Penny to win. I need obviously Jamar Chase. I need those spec- hyper specific things, and so those high upside mini correlations from games, right? DK Metcalf and Garrett Wilson, or Noah Noah Fant and Elijah Moore, Brees Hall and and Noah Fant, and I picked that game just because I just saw Noah Fant on my screen, but. You know, uh, Saquon Barkley and um, Michael Pittman, um, only the kind of higher upside guys from specific games, right? I I know some people like Jarvis Landry, shout out to uh, both Jacob Sanderson and Ben Gretch, who've been pumping the Jarvis Landry thing, but it's like, if Jarvis Landry is the dude that I need in week 17, like, so be it. I'm happy to lose. He's just not the guy that I think is ever going to win me a best ball tournament, even though he could even be like a positive win rate player. I don't think he's ever the guy that's going to win me a best ball tournament. And so it's like, I don't care about a Kenny Gainwell and Jarvis Landry correlation. Cause that's just not going to win me a best ball term in my opinion. I'm not saying that opinion is right, but that's just my opinion on, on the matter. So um, yes, I agree basically what you said. Anyway, we drafted t- another, add it to my list of Kyler Murray, Hollywood Brown teams. Um, also with, with uh, Drake London bring backs and also uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, one of my highest, I think Travis Kelsey is now officially my highest on first round pick I think this draft, I think he surpassed Justin Jefferson. It probably left to like 28, 27, 28% Travis Kelsey and 24, 25% Justin Jefferson. But So we start with Travis Kelsey. Then we go uh, Saquon Barkley in the second round, DJ Moore in the third, or excuse me, Hollywood Brown in the third round, DJ Moore. Or No, I did, yeah, DJ Moore in the third round, Hollywood Brown in the fourth round, and then stacked Hollywood with Kyler in the fifth. Hit the falling J.K. Dobbins, the owner of Ian Rappaport's soul on Twitter, J.K. Dobbins. Devonta Smith at an awesome tier break pick. Those are my favorite ones. Those are absolutely my favorite picks. Drake London, Chase Claypool, Sky Moore, Alexander Madison, Naheem Hines, then came back and uh, finished out quarterback and tight end with Daniel Jones and Noah Fant. Tyrion davis Price, Isaiah McKenzie, Wondell Robinson, Eno Benjamin, Zay Jones, and Ty Quan Thornton for a little 2 6 ten, two. So clean. Such a beautiful structure when you get that, that 2 six, ten two. 10 um, If you want the draft buddy, the draft helper that you saw there on your screen, again, go to spikeweek.com slash go hyphen premium and you can get access to that. That extension will get you draft IQ that subscription will get you. We have overall rankings and uh positional tiers for all three of the main best ball sites, playbooks for all these tournaments. I'm trying to crank those out as fast. I can all sorts of good stuff. Um, I know some people were asking about that. So I wanted to just reiterate that really quickly tomorrow. I will be back. I am going to be joining Rob, even though he, he wants to, he, he's trying to buy a taser, to tase me now? We're really we've gotten out of hand. We went from hot dogs to hot sauce, and now we're talking about getting tased during a best ball draft. Which I don't even know he, he he didn't even bring this one up. He just tweeted this one. Um, apparently that's the next idea for a draft club. But t- Tuesdays are the Spike Week Football Show where we talk all things NFL um, all year round, not just not just during draft season. And uh, I think we're going to talk some of the kind of most polarizing players in the league um, tomorrow. And I will be, I will be joining him. And then obviously best ball bros on Wednesday, going to talk strategy on Thursday and back for another draft on Friday. Carlos, I agree. It's definitely, we are, we are getting into the the danger zone of uh, best ball drafts. Uh, Apparently we are getting too bored at this point in the off season, but, we're it is we're about to hit peak drafting season so um things are starting to get fun i will see you guys tomorrow um enjoy any drafts you do the rest of the evening and make sure that you go get into the discord i think i need to I, i put the link in the chat i think i need to update the link on the website i think it is expired but Go get into the Discord. It'll help you with the tools and obviously their strategy conversation going around the clock. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.